This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the short uh, Dice Over Everything podcast where we talk about uh, random miniature gaming topics for uh, D6 Minutes each. So, um, so I think you've got time. more topics than I do, or more questions than I do today. So how about you roll up one first? All right. So uh, my uh, question is, uh, we've ta- been talking about, so basically I've been working on my uh, Yujing uh, for uh, Infinity, and uh, I've fallen in love with a white paint scheme, right? Where I basically, um, well, use white with a, a blue undertone. Um, and I found it like really fun and actually pretty quick to do. Um, so my question is, uh, what is your, well, favorite or, or, or way of painting white, which I, I know a lot of people struggle with, right? In general. So I, I, I want to hear uh, your thoughts. Okay. One minute. Wow. That was really quick. Okay. So I guess you've got to decide first. I'll, I'll tell you what I prefer. We've got to decide whether you're going to do more of a blue white for your, like your undercolor or a yellow white. Mm-hmm. Gray whites I find tend to be too boring. Yeah. So I if agree. you want your white to have like tone to it, that's probably a better uh-huh. word, but you, you basically want to start with a base coat that's either kind of like bluish or more yellowish because mm-hmm. you yeah. also, a lot of people make the mistake when they first start trying to paint white of going with like actual white paint and then trying mm-hmm. to go down from there, which mm-hmm. is a big mistake because just trying to put on that many layers, it, it will turn chunky. That's just one of the, what white paint does. And also that's not how white even looks like in real life. Yep. So you start off with something- White is always reflecting towards, another color. Yeah, it's towards like a light blue towards like an ivory color to start with. And then I prefer, I prefer the blue look because I just like what, you're, what you really want to make base your decision on is what the paint scheme is for that particular model. So if you've got blue in your color scheme or if you've got more yellow, in your, if you've got no blue in your color scheme, that may decide. But I often put blue in my color schemes, so I just prefer the blue. So I often use like a lot of maybe like pastel blue or gray blue from the Vallejo model color line mixed with some lighter gray as a base coat. And then from there, we'll layer right, it up. This topic was not one minute topic. <laughs> Uh, okay, then you just like layer it up to something that's almost off white with like five layers of that and then add a bit more white to that and then edge highlight with your white and then there you go, there's one minute. <laughs> All right, I have nothing to say besides the fact that, um, well, we ran out of time so I can't tell you the general thing but is I think the one, one top thing I want to add to that is um, you, you, you shouldn't be thinking about it as just white, white you got to think about it as coding white when you look at the entire miniature. So um, it should be some sort of off-white, right? And But because of the rest of the uh, colors that you have on your miniature, it will just be coded as white because it'll be the lightest thing on your on your model, right? And it'll be very desaturated. So you want it the most desaturated color, but not fully desaturated. And then uh, it'll just end up looking white, right? Depending on what, how you paint the rest of the miniature. So you got to think about it that way, as opposed to just trying to force the pure white looking. And yep. also if you use gray, gray and without any color, it'll end up not coating as white. It'll coat as gray. Yep. Um, often. All right. I use a wash by the way. That's my general thing. Okay. So this, this sort of my question sort of ties into this thing about painting white. Mm-hmm. The question is what primers should you own? Primers should I own? 
All right. Well, two minutes. Oh my God, we're gonna be a lot, lot of questions here. Uh -huh. yeah. All right. I don't even know if we have enough. All right. So I only use I use two primers. I have a paint on primer and I have a spray on primer. So my paint on primer is uh, gray. It's the I think I mentioned this before. It's the Vallejo paint on primer. It's supposed to be used with an airbrush. Uh, I find it really really good for either touching up if if you know, I've been really rough with my model and, and the paint is scratched off. I use that as opposed to like spraying the entire model because I don't want to ruin my entire paint job. So it's great. It generally works. It's, it's some sort of like gesso-like thing. Um, uh, but overall, I find it the simplest thing to do. And then all, on, all, it also allows me to prime without um, going outside. Uh, yeah. So during the winter or if it's raining, I can still prime stuff and get stuff done. Uh, so I have a big bottle and a small bottle just for traveling. Uh, the other one is just the one so that's that, great. Uh, that's great. And then the other one I have for my general priming is uh, a, it's the one that uh, Ash from Gorilla Miniature Games recommended. It's like a, it's just a very, very easy to get here. It's like a paint plus primer white. And I spray basically most of my stuff with that. So is it Rust-Oleum? I'm going to guess it is Rust-Oleum. Okay. Paint plus <laughs> paint plus primer matte white. And matte the reason white. why I use it is it's pretty good uh, and it goes, you know, it's easy to buy basically, it's the biggest thing. <laughs> easy so to find saying? and it's cheap. So we've got one minute left. What you say is you prime everything white usually if you're using spray prime? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, because like, um, if you, I, well, I, I wanna make it as simple as possible. I don't like having a multiple different primers. Um, so if you have white, it works with everything. And then literally you can always, if you're worried about having things look darker or, or having white spots in the end, just wash it right before, right? Yeah. Okay, Where you actually fine. get into the details, just wash all the, the points, right? You could just wash your whole model after priming it white. Yeah, that's, that's one way to go. So I would uh, say Generally, I wash each por portion with uh, the color that I'm doing it with, but yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to try and finish this off quickly, I would say I would agree with owning those two, but I would say own two more. So on top of that, I would say I prefer priming in gray Mm -hmm. Just a more neutral color to start with. White's good for doing your vibrant colors, but I prefer priming gray. And then as an option, the white's often yeah. useful, even just the zenith over that. That if you don't own mm -hmm. an airbrush or you just want to make it faster, like just zenith over it with a can of white, just spraying from above. So I would say. You use a Rust Oleum? No, is it a Rust Oleum gray? I don't think I really find. One of the things with white, why I choose it, is because it's really easy to find. Yep. <laughs> and I'd rather have white than black. Paint, mm -hmm. uh, priming with black is a terrible idea, in my opinion. It takes so oh, many no. layers of paint uh, to go on top of it. I say don't have anything show up. Such a mistake, in my opinion. Don't own black. Right, everyone tells you, yeah. Yep. But then beyond that, I suggest owning a primer that's specifically meant for plastic if you paint a lot of plastic screw models because mm -hmm. the yep. adhesion you can get from a primer meant for plastic rather than those general automotive mm -hmm. style primers is that it bonds so much better. So there's basically a primer called camouflage it used to be krylon and now i believe it's rust-oleum are they the same uh, brand rust-oleum and krylon krylon no. and rust-oleum are the same nope okay so <laughs> it's the one you're, you use now is rust-oleum because krylon yeah, krylon sold, Kry yeah. sold it off to another company so they don't make it anymore they oh use them, just, just that makes more sense it. and it's yeah. it comes in matte you've got to make sure it's that one because it's super mm -hmm. matte Otherwise, if most of the plastic primers actually come out shiny. And it comes mm -hmm. in sort of tan colors, black, 
and then some other dark colors, but you basically want the tan yeah. color because it's... Yeah, you never want the shiny stuff because the shiny stuff is actually is super smooth and you actually, the paint won't actually even adhere to it. Yeah. Okay. I think we took up easily two minutes there. Yep. All right. Next one. So uh, this one's... Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the general games workshop news, but they just announced, it's been in the works for a while, uh, a new Blood Bowl uh, game. So my question is, uh, among that, they had like, you know, there's actually a bunch of new games. They have all these these different things going. Um, What would it take for you to start playing a games workshop game? And which one would it be? Four minutes. Oh, okay. We got a real time on this one. Yeah. So I think obviously we've talked a lot about this before that uh-huh. what we now find is the way to go. Uh-huh. But I found that kill team was a bit too simplistic and there weren't quite enough models on the board for, for me to really enjoy it. Interesting. Okay. So I think also that trying to find a different game, like I'm really happy with the 28 millimeter games we've got going on right now. Cause there's so many of them out there. You're going to find one that's pretty good. What I think GW would have to do to really attract me to one of their other games would be to put something in a different scale. Different scale? Ooh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, so, they made Aeronautica Imperialis, which is a different scale. But I don't know, that didn't seem that interesting. Mechanicus. Uh, they, yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. But I think it would actually be, and they also had Battlefleet Gothic, yeah. which I don't trust them to make good rules for, so I'm not going to hold my breath on that. But sure. I th- The base rules of Battlefield Gothic are pretty good. That's like from a different era. Uh, yeah. If they don't warp it too much, it might be okay. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's coming. It's almost certainly coming. But I think the scale that I don't have a game that fills the slot is what they had for Epic, which now they have Adeptus Titanic. You said you hated that kind of stuff, though. Oh, you mean it like... Yeah. I hate human-sized things that are like that. Uh, but if you're playing it with your tank battalions and your... Oh, uh, okay. So that's basically what, like, Adeptus Titanicus, though, is too much towards the bots and not enough about the tanks. Okay. So you want a game that's like... Okay. I don't... Th- first... Okay, interesting. It sounds like what you're saying is you will never go back to Games Workshop games. <laughs> Um, I highly doubt they will a make that that scale of game again because I don't think there's enough profit that they. Could I think they could put in out. tanks to Titanicus. I think that's a possibility, but they will also put in troops almost certainly. Yeah, and I think that would be a mistake. Because what what are the troops doing on the board? No, just get off. <laughs> you have some Terminator, yeah. like but anything smaller than the Terminator, get out of here. Okay. I think it makes some sort of sense. I, I like the idea of that scale with just tanks, but I totally agree. The infantry, the problem with infantry is they look weird, right? They're, they're too small to actually have correct look. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I didn't like about drop zone commander is the people like the tanks and the ship and the, like the, the drop ships. Okay. But it yeah. does make more sense if it was like some weird sci-fi tank rob- or large robot game. Right. The only issue is that tanks should be able to fire so far across the board. It, it, there's there's some weird like verisimilitude issues with it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost so better if it's like a kaiju thing. Yes, but I think that would actually encourage me to play the game. Plus, their models okay. 
or the style of the models is also a bit more simplistic than other games. But once mm-hmm. you bring the things down to that scale, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have the general like the shape of, of the, the, the tank that looks good, but... Yeah, like the look of a rhino when it's really big, is like, eh, it's kind of blocky and plain. But once it's a little tiny thing, you're like, who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's good. true. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. It has a good silhouette. As long as that has a good silhouette, that's mostly what you're seeing. So I, I agree. That makes a lot of sense. So I would go for um, that. we got a little bit of time left. Which, what would you go for if they released? Um, I honestly am – I want to try Necromunda. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I would stick with it, though. Like To be fair, I got more into Kill Team, and, and I'm still not against Apocalypse because I have so many freaking Games Workshop models. Um, like I have a full Orc army and Elder army. So I – if if apocalypse became more popular and i didn't have to like pull teeth to get someone to play it and and someone was trying to get me to play it i would probably play it more because it's again it's a very different scale of the games we normally play like i would generally want to play skirmish games but if i want to play a game with all these crap ton of models that's what it, it would need but very few people want to play it so whatever that's it yep okay well do you have another one or shall I go with one of mine? Uh, yeah, you go with one of yours. Okay. All right. So we are speaking a lot on the other podcast about building a ship, and we got into talking about materials a lot, but just narrowing it down to one material. Mm-hmm. What would you think are a lot of uses for craft paint in doing miniatures? Okay. One minute. <laughs> yeah, one more thing to do. Wow, this is, got a, one more topic after this one. This I'm glad happen. because I was like, how am I going to talk about this? I don't really use craft paint. Um, so my opinion, uh, craft paint is only for terrain. You never want to paint your actual miniatures because the amount of pigment in them is so small. Um, and generally, it's for um, protective general blocking layers. I actually have found less and less use for craft paint because of the high pigmentation of uh, model paint. Yeah. You can like literally use a little bit of model paint and then just a lot of water and then you can fill in a shit ton of, of space with it. And I bought too many model paints anyways. And if I run out of run out of one piece of uh, one, one bottle of bottle paint, it's just an excuse to buy another. <laughs> so yep. very little in my opinion. And yeah, I know that you have amazing things, so you go for it. Well, the also the continuing part about just using like miniature paints. If you mm-hmm. do own an airbrush and you can buy airbrush paint, mm-hmm. like the airbrush paint goes so far because of how you're applying it that even for terrain you can justify it like because of the good coverage and not like leaving chunks on your model, even your terrain. Just use airbrush paint through an airbrush if you have that, which. Now both of us do, so that's an option. The thing about craft paint, yeah, going back to what you said, it's actually just a good coating and craft filling. Like the whole point of it from how I use it now is to A, protect the model or build things up. And they sell also another odd use of it I found is they sell liquid green stuff to fill gaps and to cover like basically to fill gaps for liquid green stuff or you can use it as touch-up primer that shiny craft paint often perform, I find can perform the same type of function. Mm-hmm. 
that you just it, put a bunch of it into the gap. The problem, the, the reason why you shouldn't be painting it on models is the reason why it works great for filling cracks. Yes, exactly. So I use it as like liquid green stuff crack filler on miniatures. Oh, interesting. You use green stuff to do it, but it's just a lot of work if you've got a really fine crack. Mm -hmm. But with the craft paints, you can sort of put it in there, but you want to take off most of the excess. Otherwise, it leaves bumps. So there's a minute. All right, interesting. All right, so I think this is going to be our last one. I don't know which one of these things. Okay, I guess we've been talking a, a lot about uh, painting, so I'll continue on that. Um, if you had to choose one, I don't know if I, we've done this before, but we'll do it again. Uh, what is your uh, favorite speed painting technique just one four minutes this is this is our last one. Oh wow okay so we have time to do background we we took up speed painting mostly as a result of going to the gen con convention that mm -hmm. they would have like 40 minute to one hour sessions where they would supply the paints in a couple basic colors and you would compete with like 10 12 people to do your best job painting the miniature in that time, which involves needing speed paint techniques because now yeah. you're nice, all the nice layering and getting things smooth. Yeah, that's all out the window. Yeah. Also, you only got one brush. Two brushes. Oh, did you? Yeah. Or you, have, you can bring one. One, one brush you get huh? to keep, and then one brush oh. gets abused for... Oh, yeah, that was right. Yeah. And so you, you actually do get two brushes, no, right? Yeah. A lot of other people have been painting with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I found the best technique because of its speed and like the number of things it does at once is just washing. Yeah, I think the so. The problem is in speed painting, you've got to get your base coat to dry before you start applying a wash. Otherwise, it just destroys everything. Uh -huh. So you kind of need to be really careful when you apply it. Plus, you can use the same wash on multiple areas of the model. Mm -hmm. You don't just like, if you're doing speed painting and you've got like a green area and you've got a brown area, Nothing says you can't just use like a dark purple wash to shade your brown, mm -hmm. shade your green. Yeah, that's that's true. The more so, you learn about like color theory and how that works. Yep. Um, and, and often if you use the same kind of wash, it helps blend the uh, disparate parts of your uh, miniature together, right? Exactly. It gives yeah. the same sort of like shadow color to your whole miniature. So it's actually like even when you're doing faster painting, you might not want to use the exact same wash, but maybe a little bit of the same tone in both yep. shadows. But when you get to speed painting, you're just like, well, everything needs a shadow. Just start throwing it on. Yeah. That's why, like, the classic way of doing it is what? Using Devlin mud, right? It's based, or, or strong tone, I guess, is the, is the yep. one in uh, Army Painter. And you just strong tone everything because it brings everything together. It's the same color shade. It's a brown, which is a relatively, I guess we call it neutral kind of thing. That, 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 um, yeah. So that works really good. Yeah. Yep, and I agree. Time. I suggest using two brush blending to apply washes when you're doing speed painting because the second brush basically takes off excess mm, and, yeah. now, and gives you your so you blend. control, yeah. Yeah, because the wash will get you your black lining. But if you're doing good painting, paint your black lining with a nice fine tip brush. When you're doing speed painting, you don't black line the model. You just jam more wash into the and then yeah. have a little lighter coating on the areas that have shadows and then you sort of taper it off with your second brush using two brush blending mm -hmm. and then you just keep 
going around the whole model, not even yeah. cleaning your brushes off because one brush is yeah. covered in crap loads of paint and the other brush just scrubs the excess away. Yep. And uh, if you use the, the, the two brushes, you can, uh, one of the issues is if, if you just add water to a, uh, to your wash, you're going to have issues with the, what do you call it, where the, where the, the water basically draws the pigment out of the crack uh, as it dries, right? That it, You have yep. the ring, right? So with more control, you can put more pigment in and make it work better because you don't have to just splash everything with water so that you can force it with the second brush to, to, for the, the paint to end up where you want it. So it's like, yeah, so if you're using normal paints, obviously, ideally, when you're doing a wash, make it even faster as you add it with, with your 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 medium sir not, not medium the other thing basically so that you break the surface tension so it doesn't draw the draw the pigment out mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i find that those mediums give a bit of shine to the paint so i tend not to try and use those on mm-hmm. good quality stuff but for fast yeah, you can also just use wash medium. like the actual purchase washes when you're doing it at home all right mm-hmm. so for mine then uh since you said took washing which is what's good totally gonna be mine um uh, I'll go for uh, white lining, basically, and and not necessarily white lining, but like literally just. So if you're talking about making something look as good as possible, um, as fast as possible, base coats, a wash, and then the last thing is just you know just some lines on the high for highlights on particular edges helps get define the. Th- like redefine it, especially after you've just washed, washed the miniature. Uh, oftentimes it kind of makes the entire model look muddy. So if you just put in those lines every once in a while, just to break up, up, the, up the model and, and make it more defined, that's all you basically need for like a very quick job. That works great. Yep. yep. All right. There goes our four minutes. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's been uh, this edition of D6 Minutes. If you guys have any uh I don't know, topics you want us to talk about, we'll roll up a dice and talk uh, about that topic for any topic. Regards to uh, miniatures, we'll talk about it for between one to six minutes. So yeah, go find us on uh, Facebook or just email us or do whatever. Yep, thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, done. We're at the end. If you want to uh, reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at Dice Over Everything. Uh, join our group at Dice Over Everything group, or you can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, and if you want to see what we're working on, you can go to diceovereverything.com. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.